Do you have me? The Dr. Bly Podcast, coming in three, two, one. Zero. You have unlocked more intel. Okay, I have Dr. Bly on the line for you. Welcome, this is Paul Cook. We are on a truth journey with my buddy, Dr. Richard Bly, internal medicine man who does really everything in St. Louis. And I just want to thank you for pressing play. You will be rewarded. That's not me talking crap. Usually we talk about things about COVID, at least up to this point, and the agencies, the mistakes, the things he was told as a doctor, treating people. Very interesting. And go back and listen to those if you can. But today is a podcast of a different type. It's truly going to be worth your while. There is one term in feeling better in medicine, in health that annoys the crap out of me and usually not true. A miracle cure. You see it all over. Hey, there's a miracle cure. Almost, It's almost like saying nothing. It's like blowing a raspberry into anything when you say miracle cure. But I think we're getting close today. I am serious. This is crazy. Get ready for these three words. They will be in your mind throughout, and I think as the years come, they are going to change lives. Extracellular vesicles. Extracellular vesicles. Dr. Bly has used them on varieties of different illnesses. They are already helping with early COVID, post-COVID syndrome, people on ventilators, COPD. There's been incredible results for an ALS treatment. Crohn's disease, psoriasis, skin care, collagen, hair growth. It truly is unbelievable. And just people later in life having a better quality of life. Extracellular vesicles. I just wanted to give you a preview about what we're talking on. Stay with us. It can get a little bit technical, but you can take it. And I think it's important because there's not a podcast like this out there. He has a paper published in the medical journals. There's talk here and there. This podcast is all you need to get a real sense of extracellular vesicles and the, quote, miracle they can be in people's lives. Here's the type of experience and results he'll be sharing. With pulmonary fibrosis, you know, it was on five liters of oxygen. They gave him about a year and a half to live. Um, and he, he was even on five liters. His oxygen saturations were not, they should be up in the mid-90s. Mm. And his would be 88 to 90 on that month's oxygen. Mm. So we gave him a total of 15 cc's, which is kind of what they give COVID patients to start out with. So okay. pretty, pretty good dose. So I gave him 10. He got better. That gave him another five. And long story short, off all of his oxygen, now walking two miles a day. Unbelievable. Has lost 30 pounds. Because feels, of exaflow. Feels phenomenal. Wow. Also, he'll explain the FDA trials that are going on with extracellular vesicles and those type of things, but it is not approved by the FDA yet. So you should know that. And this information is just information, not treatment advice from Dr. Richard Bly, his opinions, experience, and research. Let's do this. Hey, how many years have you been practicing medicine, Dr. Bly? Oh, you would ask that question. Or <laughs> <laughs> we're saying close to 25, 30 yeah, I, years? Yeah, I, and I wasn't sure, but I know you've yeah. been doing it. You were doing it before. You know, you were always interested in this. I have been. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's and, cool. And uh, 
you know, I used to always did. I always did a lot of the exciting stuff when I was younger. You know, I did critical care and I did emergency medicine. And, you know, now I've, you know, started my own practice. And then I went back and got my MBA. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I did yes. anything with it, but I went back and did that. You love to learn. You know, I could probably be a perpetual student if I had the time yes. and the money. Because you love to learn. I love to learn. I know. Yeah, it's just fun. I can tell. We can hear it on the podcast. Okay, so we've talked about COVID and there's just, we could keep talking about it, but but there's also something that you've discovered. You wrote a published paper on this. I'm just going to let you go with it. Tell me about this miracle. You know, through my years, I get pitched, you know, to use things from all sorts of companies. I bet. And it's always been, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is, mm-hmm. you know, and I know plenty of physicians who've gotten to these get-rich-quick schemes, and some of them probably even up in jail. <laughs> um, but, you know, people would pitch this thing, and they're like, oh, my God, you could be making a million dollars a year. And I'm like, mm. hmm, I've been doing this a long time. Unless I'm stealing something or doing something illegal, I, I don't million think for I'm nothing. ever going to make that Yeah, <laughs> as an internal medicine doctor, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And, uh, That's I, a, you know, too good and to be true. I don't think I look good in orange. <laughs> so, so I'm like stripes. No, no, no. no thank you. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't want to have any of that. We used to do a podcast about the weird things you've been pitched. Oh, it's someday. like things like oh, you should you know you know you should get a you know do a stress test on everyone, do this on everybody, mm. and it's like you know well you know we don't do tests if they won't really need it. Yeah, sell you a know, stress test each first so you yeah. can charge for it. And yeah. I'm like you know I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, you don't seem like they're like. Would. Well, there's a doc down in you know blah blah blah, you know who's making over a million dollars a year. And uh, I'm like, I'm I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. But yeah. since I've known you, you've been talking about this paper or what you wrote in this paper. Tell us about that. The paper. Yeah, this you got was published. a paper actually, and it was um, just recently published in the International Journal of Science and Research. Whoa. Um, it's on the treatment of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis with extracellular isolate product. Um, the product is from a company called Direct Biologic, who's doing, I think, some phenomenal things. Mm. So they have two products. They have um, Exoflow. Mm-hmm. Um, Exoflow. Exoflow is in the COVID-19 studies. Uh, they've finished two of those. They're on their third study. Results are phenomenal. You get them early enough, you probably will never end up in the hospital. Wow. If you're sick and on a ventilator, likely chance if you get them at the proper dosage that you're going to get off that ventilator and be on, be home very quickly. How is that? How is that, by the way? How does that happen? Um, you know, they give this stuff intravenously mm. in high doses. And this patient that I did paper on with pulmonary fibrosis, you know, was on five liters of oxygen. They gave him about a year and a half to live. Um, and he, he was even on five liters. His oxygen saturations were not... They should be up in the mid-90s. Mm. And his would be 88 to 90 on that month's oxygen. Mm. So we gave him a total of 15 cc's, which is kind of what they give COVID patients to start out with. So okay. pretty, pretty good dose. So I gave him 10. He got better. I gave him another five. And long story short, off all of his oxygen, now walking two miles a day. Unbelievable. Has lost 30 pounds. Because feels, of exaflow. Feels phenomenal. Wow. Wow. Really does. Um, And so they're in their third clinical trial, but then they've also recently, they've got the, pretty much are going to get the go ahead with uh, 
the FDA to do studies on early COVID. Mm. So if you have COVID and you're starting to feel, you know, sick, you know, then maybe going into an infusion center somewhere and getting even, say, five cc's. Yeah. And then, you know, be better probably in 24, 48 hours. Wow. You know, I treated my office manager's mom, who was 87, the entire family, pretty except my office manager, got yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was at home and starting to get short of breath. Her oxygen sats were starting to drop down. You know, so we had him put an IV in her, gave her five cc's, and she's out, you know, blowing leaves the next morning. Unbelievable. You know, so, so they're, they've got a study now with early patients. So, and, you know, this is a therapeutic. Mm. Um, and the other thing we're seeing a lot is we're seeing a lot of people with post-COVID syndromes. Death, so people fogginess, are, all of that. Fogginess, fatigue, you know, a lot of different things. So they're getting approval for treating post-COVID issues. Um, and at least doing clinical trials. Groundbreaking. And then they're also doing, um, getting get clinical trial for the long haulers. So these are the people who have likely been in the hospital, may have been on a ventilator, mm. really sick. And a lot of these people get this tremendous fibrosis and scarring in their lungs or even liquefaction of some of the tissue. Wow. And they can be you know, without treatment could be that way for the rest of their life. A short life. You know, Yeah. so, but now we know that you can treat those people with, you know, these extracellular vesicles and reverse a lot of that. What so we're doing that too. Oh my gosh. What, is it possible in a podcast to tell us what an, uh, they are made of, extracellular? Yeah, yeah, extracellular vesicles and they're a combination of a lot of anti-inflammatories, like billions of anti-inflammatory markers. Okay. And then they have all numerous different good growth factors. So they've got all of that in there. Wow. And what this was is stuff that we used to look at outside the cell. We thought it was a bunch of trash that was useless, you know, like a byproduct of the cell. Like, oh, we don't need that in Yeah, cell. and now we're like, whoa. Unbelievable. You know, so what a discovery. What a discovery. Um, so they have multiple patents on this. And then they're looking at, you know, what else can be treated with it. So they're having docs like myself who, you know, think a little bit outside the box about, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, would this be good for COPD? There's a lung issue. That's a big problem. Mm. You know, so, and we've treated, you know, a couple of people on oxygen using nebulized multiple times a day. You give them the ex, the uh, extracellular vesicles, they get off their oxygen. They don't have to use their nebulizer. This is crazy. Quality of life is much better. Unbelievable. And then they're looking at other things. You know, they treated, apparently someone treated a patient with ALS. Yes. Who was combined to a, a um, wheelchair. And usually that just goes year. that direction. It's never good. Mm-mm. Never good. Um, and so they gave him, I suspect, pretty high doses. I'm going to probably just found out about that actually yesterday. So I'm going to actually try to talk to the doc who did it yeah. and find out what is uh, kind of protocol used. But, you know, the guy, you know, is apparently, you know, walking out of the wheelchair doing very well. Wow. And then they also tried it on some people who, you know, people have lung transplants, heart transplants. You know, a lot of the problem is, you know, the, it's a foreign body and, the, and, and so they have to put them on immunosuppressants. Yeah. And then sometimes... You know, the body will try to get rid of that. So they, you know, they go into organ failure because the transplant is rejecting. rejecting. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they tried that in a few transplant patients and it totally reversed that problem. 
This is unbelievable. So, you know, it's so that those are all huge areas. Yeah. You know, and just even, you know, pulmonary fibrosis, that's a truly a multi-billion dollar Treated issue, yes. You know, COPD is a big issue. Mm. You know, transplant of organs is a big issue. Yeah. Um, And so we're starting to look at that. You know, initially we were looking at a hair growth. Yeah. Now that's a big issue for some of us. It (laughs) works. It does work for that. Yes. But, you know, there are bigger things in the world uh, than than your hair loss. Yes. You know, not many, but there are. Yeah, right. There's some. I mean, you know, (laughs) I got my ego here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But so they're trying them on a lot of different things. Um, The nice thing I like about this product is obviously, like, what will be the side effects? What do I have to worry about? Right. This the, this know? dramatic results, you might think, whoa, and, side know, effects. So we're talking about, you know, two clinical trials, you know, in sick COVID patients, you know, and side effects have been zero. Wow. And there's almost nothing that has zero side effects. Right. Right. Everything comes you know? with side effects, you always think. And using it, you know, on the guy with, the, you know, pulmonary fibrosis. Yeah. Zero side effects. Man. You know, the guy with COPD. Zero side effects. Used it on uh, somebody with Crohn's disease. Zero side effects, and then all their symptoms went away. They've used it Miracle. on people with psoriasis, and all their psoriasis went away. This is unbelievable. And you, you were talking about infusion centers, you know, doing something like that, the company doing something like that. Yeah, I can see I this transforming they, us. Right. They're talking about, you know, infusion centers. I'm not sure where they're at. I think probably somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah. But they're probably looking early. at maybe setting up infusion centers so that you can treat early COVID. Wow. So you can get people to where, you know, they don't need to be on hospitalized so you can prevent them from being hospitalized. Wow. Um, or people who, you know, get COVID and have these post-COVID syndromes, which are scary. Yes. You know, a lot of, you know. You think you're damaged for good. They don't think well. They mm-hmm. have a ton of fatigue. And then with the vaccines, there's this question of the spike protein. Mm. What's it going to do? Yeah. You know, the spike protein tends to accumulate in our bone marrow and also in ovaries. Oh. So scary thing. That's and why that's you're... where some of the concerns about... Fertility issues, you know, it's a study always looking at, at, you know, miscarriages over the last, you know, several months and 80% of them were unvaccinated women. 80% of those miscarriages had been vaccinated. Been vaccinated. So. Well, I wonder, it it sounds ridiculous, but I wonder if someday we'll be taking the exoflow to heal us from damage by the vaccine. You know, and I actually COVID brought vaccine. that up. I mean, because I thought, well, would that reverse some of these spike protein issues? Yeah. I don't know. It does you it know. for everything else. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I actually brought that up to, you know. I knew I was brilliant. And I'm, you are brilliant. <laughs> you know, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, if we're have, if it's vaccine is causing all these issues, would it possibly reverse that? Yeah. Honest answer, we have no clinical data. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. So that's pure speculation. Well, you know, if you're anybody who's followed the health field very loosely, just very generally, you hear about anti-inflammatories that you want to do as many things that are anti-inflammatory and not these things that inflame you. And you're saying this has billions of anti-inflammatories in it. It really does. That sounds good to me. You know, so, you know, you know, as we age... Inflammation is huge. Right. You know, everywhere. That's why I check a lot of inflammatory markers on all my patients because that's part of aging and we're all going to get it. Right. You know, trust me, you ask anyone above 60 who gets up in the morning, 
You've got some inflammation going on there. You know, everything's yes. creaking and cracking for a while till you get moving around. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe we can, you know, make those things where they're not so bad. Unbelievable. You know, and, you know, a lot of the chronic diseases are inflammatory issues going on. So can we Absolutely. improve quality of life? Uh, it's crazy. It, right now, if I were to go get it, it's pretty expensive. Is it is expensive, right? yeah. But, I mean. But, you know. Relatively, is it expensive compared to other things? And all the treatment you, you know, would need. So say you've got somebody who has um, bad psoriasis. Mm-hmm. You know, that drug may be $7,000 a month mm. for those autoimmune drugs. But they also come with the issues of maybe increasing the risk of certain cancers, you know, suppressing those your own side immune effects. system. Yeah. Will that cause an issue? Wow. You know, getting infections, stuff like that. Uh, like chemo you know, does. Hurts right. you. It helps you, know, you, but it hurts you. So, but you you can give them this that maybe have all these anti-inflammatories, growth factors, make their psoriasis go away, and they don't have to take immune-suppressing drugs that may cause cancers or other issues. Unbelievable. Now, you know, we don't know yet. Right, you but know, it just but seems so promising. We're talking about people looking at that. Yeah. What does it do to your body? What does the substance do to your body? It, what does it speak to? Well, it's it works on seven, it several of these uh, inflammatory markers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other big thing, it, it has anti-tumor factors in it. Mm. Um, it has growth factors, like, you know, a couple of the growth factors. One of them will increase collagen, <laughs> increase elastin. Um, you know, so wrinkles I, too, huh? I, I've, I've injected in my skin. Um, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> as well as my head to grow my hair, which did really well. Yeah. But I did it in the skin because dermatologists out in California are using skin. I'm like, eh, why not? Yeah. Hey, no um, side effects. Yeah, you so probably I, did that so even I before you do that. And then I have patients because they know I'm crazy and I'm always yeah. doing something. And they're like, oh, did you put, what did you put in your face? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, put, I put the extracellular vesicles in my face. Oh and they're God. like, well, what is that? Is that like a filler? I'm like, no. And they're like, my God, your skin looks so good. It stimulates. It's, it's but it my youth. I hate the term, but. Collagen and elastin, so it makes your skin look nicer. Wow. Unbelievable. You know? And a lot of people would certainly just pay for that. Yeah, Trust right, me. right. And you were saying, you know, if you, if you don't mind, we can edit it out, but 5,000 for five cc's. Was that's, that about it? Yeah, that's about it. Like mm-hmm. for my face, I just did two cc's. Yeah. You know? And injected it all through my face, you mm. know, because we didn't, ha- I didn't have any protocol. Yeah, you didn't know really what to follow, but really. it worked. Yeah, and when I first did my hair, I think the protocol then was to use two cc's, and then, you know, then as you start doing these things, and then talking to the guy who's a hair transplant guy down in Austin, he's like, "Nah, no, we're doing five cc's now, and we get a better result." Man, um, all of a sudden you so got a protocol go happening. Up to five cc's, but that's how you find things out. You know, yeah. we all try things, and you're like. Well, did, what did that dose work, or did you need to use more? Yeah. So then you kind of refine the protocols as you go. Well, doctors are scientists at heart, you know, testing things, figuring out what works best. Yeah. Even on a, we like know, to tinker with stuff. Too. Lower level, yeah. yeah. I can't fix anything else, but you know, it's like you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't fix the radio. You can't, can't put the I podcast up. No, but. <laughs> and my wife would not let me fix anything at home. Get out of here, Rich. Um, but you know, would she let me put you know exos? cellular vesicles in her face to make her look better? Sure. She's in front and love line for that. Yeah, it would not be. Well, I wonder, has this been, uh, I think it has been being tested and all of that 
longer than COVID. I mean, it was it was much earlier. These things were going for years. Yeah, they were doing mm-hmm. that. Um, the guy mm-hmm. who, like I said, he was PhD from um, California, Stanford, I believe. Um, and he has a lot of the, and they have multiple patents on this product. So, I mean, a lot. Um, and then they're going to come out, you know, right now it's kind of tough to ship. It has to be shipped on dry ice. We have to keep it in a freezer like negative 30 some degrees. Yeah. Um, but they're coming out with a lifelized uh, be tough. product, which is a powder that can be stable on the shelf for say three years or more. Wow. You know, so you can ship it pretty much anywhere. It doesn't have to be on dry ice. You can put it in your any cabinet and doesn't need to be in a special freezer. How would you take so, that uh, powder? Then we, then we would take the powder, we put some sterile water in it. And it would be reconstituted a, a, and it's yeah. ready Okay. So what that is going to do, because they're now going to be doing some COVID trials over in India mm-hmm. um, and other places um, in Asia. Um, so it's going to be, make it so much easier just to ship. Unbelievable. Because, you know, even with the vaccines that need to be kept at those cold temperatures. Yeah. It's hard to ship them somewhere. Right. It really is. That was difficult right um, at the beginning. Not know, enough but, coolers. But now with the technology, they're going to be able to ship this, be used in any country. It's just incredible. So, I mean, it seems like it's so adaptive to whatever illness someone has or whatever they're dealing with. It goes to that. Yeah, I think we're going to find out over time because you're going to have people like, well, what will it do with this? Yeah. Or I had a neurologist talk to me about, well, what about people with MS? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I mean, that ALS stuff is incredible. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. And yeah. I, I've used, um, you know, I had a couple of patients with ALS and it's a devastating disease. Brutal. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, you know, I had a guy with uh, ALS that predominantly affects the the face and the neck and they have problems with swallowing and the little breathing problems and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so rare that there's really no research. You know, I tried to do some research on it and... Mm-hmm couldn't find anything, ended up doing some stem cells on the guy and he's swallowing better, he's breathing better. Wow. And, you know, so he definitely has improved, you know, but would he be a good candidate for maybe doing extracellular vesicles to see if it would completely clear things up? I, because you're I right. Know. I mean, I, I'm not saying I know, but I know the stem cells, the way you do stem cells is unbelievable as well. Well, the so results useful. with that have, have been really phenomenal, and that's using your own cells. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we have people with, you know, Crohn's disease, you know, have, you know, multiple bloody stools a day. They're on a bunch of autoimmune drugs, which can cause other issues. Yeah. And then we'll see, you know, those symptoms just go away. Unbelievable. Um, you know. How have, does that work, have, getting your stem cells, by the way? And we basically, we do, you know, liposuction in the office. And then we process the stem cells out of the fat. Mm-hmm. We're using your own fat. And then we infuse them in uh, through a filter. Like separate um, them or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a processing machine. And it's about four different steps that we use. Yeah. Um, and then we put it in normal saline, infuse your stem cells back into you. Unbelievable. You know, because the stem cells are in your fat, but they're kind of in suspended animation. So they're in the fat. They're not, not helping it, you. Not helping you. Uh-huh. You know, so it's not like they jump out of the fat and go repair something. Oh, let me go help. Right. So, but you got to make can, it happen. If we can break them out of the fat, then give them back to you, then they can have the ability to promote healing, treat inflammation. And if you go to places like NIH.gov, people are doing... You know, stem cell studies on all sorts of things. Is that right? Um, generally, very good safety data on that. What was the website? NIH, National Institute oh, of Health. Oh, National. That's right. Yeah, okay, you know, NIH. So, yeah, so very legitimate. Yeah. 
And first thing I did when I was looking at stem cells is I, I want to see what's the safety on using adipose-derived stem cells. Mm-hmm. Well, safety is really good. Wow. You know, it's not like you're causing a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had, like I said, one lady in her 70s with, you know, really bad psoriasis. You know, and they wanted to put her on one of the, you know, autoimmune drugs for psoriasis. And she's scared. She's 70-something. Mm. You know, she doesn't need her immune system thing, and she was afraid to do the injections. And they're very expensive. Uh, you know, so we the autoimmune up, drug. Up, so she ended up trying it. And I was very honest with her. I said, it's not approved to treat, cure anything. I said, I can't tell you that this is going to make it better. Exaflow. We're no, talking exaflow. actually, these are the stem cells. Stem cell, okay. Uh, but I said, I can't tell you that it's going to make it any better. I said, you know, and yeah. if anyone were to tell you that, they're probably lying to you. But That's I said, I, I think they're you. safe. And, you know, people have used them in people with psoriasis and mm-hmm. got some improvement. And she said, well, I would just want to try it. Um, so we tried it on her and her psoriasis is completely gone. Unbelievable. And she never went on the autoimmune drugs. And wow. that was over two years ago and still gone. Crazy. Has she had to come yeah. back for stem cells? No, just the one time. Oh, my. Um, and, you know, but the other thing people usually ask me, well, how long will the results last? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I try to be, you know, brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people, you know, my office manager says, what are you trying to talk about out of doing it? Yeah, Dana would say that. She would. <laughs> and, you know, and she, and I'm like, well, you know, you got to be honest with people. I mean, so, you know, this insurance doesn't cover it because mm-hmm. it's a new procedure. Um, so I'm really honest. I'm like, you know, here's the procedure safety data on the stem cells is really good. We've had good results treating different things. Worst case scenario, you're going to pay a fee and you're not going to get anything out of it. Mm, but you're not going to wreck yourself. And I've had people say, well, I'm not, I, I wouldn't like that. And I'm like, then I wouldn't even do it. Yes. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, no skin off your I'm, back. I'm just trying to be brutally honest. Yeah. And then I always tell people, you know, it, you know, it's not FDA approved to treat or cure anything at this time. Mm. You know, but I think if but you're, I think if you're honest with people, yeah, you know, then I think they respect you. And you know, there's a lot of doctors. You're not pointing any fingers directly, but a lot of doctors are saying they're using stem cells, and they're not taking anything out of the. You know, they're not doing it the same way or the right well, way. No, I think some of them are actually, unfortunately, lying about it. Wow. You know, they use like you know umbilical cord blood and said, "Oh, we're yeah, giving you, we're giving you stem cells." Well, there's no stem cells in umbilical cord blood. Wow. And then they'll say, "Well, this is." little baby stuff, so this is powerful stem cells. A baby. Well, there's no stem cells in umbilical cord blood. Uh, oh, my There's a the problem. Or they're, you know, drawing blood and they're using platelet-rich plasma, which has some good benefits yes. for injecting. Uh, but but there are no stem cells in there. Oh, my. That's what I was it's thinking. It's got a lot of growth factors. They'll but, draw blood. You know, there's yeah. no stem cells there. Mm-hmm. Is that so, called M-E-M-T-E or something? It's there's a, PRP. PRP, that's right. PRP is what mm-hmm. it is. Um, and, uh, but... You know, you know, telling people they're giving them one thing when they're just really not. I've, and you're not the only one to tell me that uh, yeah. about that. I've heard from others that say the same thing. Oh, well. I had a lady came in and she spent $17,000. Somebody saying they were doing stem cells in her scalp. Didn't do anything for her hair. I talked to her and I said, you know. Unfortunately. I think what you need to do is you know, need to go see a dermatologist, get a biopsy of your scalp and see what's going on. So she had an autoimmune disease causing that. Oh, wow. You know, so that was treated completely different. 
So you don't see wasted $17,000 of her money for The nothing. guy didn't test it, right. Oh, no. wow. Man, we got to stop there. Great stuff. Thank you so much. It's so neat to learn about Exaflow and more COVID. And uh, it's, been, it's been really nice. Great job, Dr. Bly. It was fun, Paul. It really was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>